Welcome to Replenish Hope. I am your host, Denise Castro. Hi, and welcome to Replenish Hope. I am your host, Denise Castro, and today we are going to continue our conversations about what things triggers hope. And one of the things that really triggers hope in my own life, it, and that is friendships. And today we have a spontaneous guest, and it was totally spontaneous. I invited some of my friends to go on a walk with me, and in the middle of the conversation, I was like, hey, do you guys want to do a podcast with me? And they're like, sure, why not? So these are the kind of friends that I love and I'm so thankful for. So let me introduce you to them. First, we have um, Mayra Miranda and we have Betsy Nunez. Welcome to Replenish Hope, guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having us. Um, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. This is exciting. I know. It's so spontaneous that uh, that I'm so thankful about this, but it's very true. You know, some of the triggers of hope is friendships. And I know that all of us have walked out different different journeys to get into the blessing of friendships. And what better thing to share than just that, the triggers of hope when it comes to friendships. And have you ever been good with friendships as, or has it been a blessing or a challenge for you, Betsy? Actually, it's always been a challenge for me. I'm kind of a social weirdo. I would like to consider myself <laughs> because you meet me off the street and I can tell you about my whole life. But then again, the follow up, I'm terrible at just building that relationship. Uh -huh. And that's something that a couple of years ago, I made my New Year's resolution to say, hey, invest in friendships and just get out there because for a long time I was just focused on having my relationship with my mom and my sister and and fooled myself saying that's enough for me it's okay mm -hmm. but then my husband was like you have no friends uh -huh. be real with yourself uh -huh. and that's when I was like whoa that's so true yeah yeah what about you uh, Maida um growing up it's always been pretty difficult um just keeping my friendships intact like keeping that open communication following up um pretty much always um uh, i can be alone you know for many many days and i'm fine with that so i'm introverted in that way but i can also be extroverted and since my my sister was always my best friend it's always super easy just to go back to her and not really seek out friendships and follow up on friendships yeah I think I was the same way. I think I was so comfortable uh, for a long time with my friendships and because so um, I was accepted so easily. However, when we moved um, from from that, from that, we're still friends to this day, but when we moved churches big time, coming from that culture, coming to, to that time with C3, and that time with C3 San Diego, now Awaken, it really shocked me. First of all, I'm 40, well, on a good day, I'm five feet tall and... <laughs> And I'm, I, you know, so Mexicana, Mexican, I walk into this gorgeous, a little but spicy. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> but spicy. Very true. But I walk into them. They're all blonde and freaking tall. And they're like majors and they have businesses. And a lot of them are well, well, they're really blessed or they're, you know, uh, so I was very and then very secure 
They were so secure of who they were in God and so friendly and so out there. I was like, I really, for the first time, I felt, no, I think for the first time, I truly felt my insecurities. I think I was always insecure, but it was never in my face until I was there. Did you guys feel the same way when you were in the beginning? Um, I did at first. And it for me, it was more like allowing people into the deep me, you mm-hmm. know, the personal story me, the one where um, they can see my insecurities. That was the difficult part. Not the whole like um, pretending like everything is okay mm-hmm. part and, you know, I can be happy today. But um, just actually allowing somebody or people from the church to actually get to know me come into my house or, you know, get to see like the issues, um, that are in my family, you Mm -hmm. know, me on the other hand, (laughs) I'm just an open book. Uh I honestly didn't care. I mean, I've always been around very secure people. Uh, Uh, I can easily just be in a room and be whatever. I can sit in a corner. I'm totally fine. Just give me some food. I'm happy, (laughs) you know, or, you know, Hey, I feel like talking. Hey, what's your name? Whatever. And I can be totally open. And your position doesn't intimidate me, you know, your role. And, you know, I understand honor and respect for your office. But that doesn't mean that you're not a human being just like me and we can have a conversation. Yeah. So I've never been really intimidated by that. Yeah. But also I noticed uh, when I became an intern in Vegas and uh, serving our pastors and the leadership, I realized, oh, my goodness, I'm a people pleaser Mm. because sometimes I would put the needs of others before mine. Mm. And I realized, wait a minute, there's this this sort of dysfunction in me Mm -hmm. that I'm like, okay, I'll serve. I'll be there 100 percent. But then at the same time, I wasn't letting people in my life Mm -hmm. to get close enough to say, hey, I can really pour my heart out to you. I am very easy, like, to speak to and I'll share anything. But beyond that day, it's not a, oh, here's my phone number. Let's do life together. Let's go have a coffee. Let's Mm -hmm. let's hang out. You know, it was very hard for me to take that next step to say, oh, we're doing life together. That's Mm -hmm. great. It was more of like, oh, we're part of the same church community. And that's it. Outside mm-hmm. of the church, it's like, it's just my family, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that was on me. I realized that it was totally on me. Yeah. I, I'm so glad you jumped into that thing. I think we were taught, um, Maida, you're very lucky that you walked into this culture of, of the one that you're in. But Betsy and I have a little bit more history when it comes to church stuff uh, that we were, t- me, me and um, Betsy were taught that leadership was lonely, that that woman ministry was it was only certain people and we were taught that it's just that like if you want to do leadership it's only you and your family if you're blessed enough and coming to the now that we're here we were all three of us have been taught that leadership is not lonely that leadership is done with other people and that's fun and that we can be honest and really real to one another and we're women we can, I mean, we're so blessed that we have that. We were taught that. And I think it's something, it's an art that you learn. It's an art that we learn. And, and it's beautiful to, to see that. And when we walk out, like we go other places, like when they say things like, I know it's not true because we have tasted how good it is. Right. Don't you girls agree? 
Right. And um, because people are so intimidated by leadership, that also holds us back to really getting to know these amazing people, mm -hmm. leadership. And they're, mm -hmm. they're so busy within their worlds because of the, of the responsibility they carry mm -hmm. that also we allow our minds to tell us you're not important enough to take their time. Mm -hmm. And so you don't position yourself to like, you know, really learn from these people that are amazing that God has chosen, mm -hmm. you know, to speak life into you and to bring you to new levels mm -hmm. because, oh, I don't want to get in the way, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes we just stay on the sidelines. Oh, I'll just, I'll just do this. It's not a big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I learned to just put myself out there even when I, I don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. in the sense that, uh, yes, I'm valuable. Yes, I can do this. I can do that. And sometimes I would just discount myself saying any excuse i don't have the time i have my little girls i i don't need church community because i have my family in town mm -hmm. and i'm already busy with all the family events that we have year round mm -hmm. i don't need this but then i realized so wait a minute it is very important to create a circle a community of people that first of all have your same beliefs mm -hmm. Because they will build you up when you're you're down and out mm -hmm. and you feel like, God, where are you? Mm -hmm. These are the people that are the most important to remind you, hey, this is who God is in your life. Mm -hmm. And we're here to stand with you and we got, we're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, I came to realize, whoa, I need this church community. These are my family as well. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found the value and I realized, oh, shoot, I need to like invest in this and, and try to learn more about building these relationships that truly matter that's right Mina, do you have some wisdom to share with about that or you're like no it's so good <laughs> <laughs> well for me it's always um lately it's been difficult with um you know always being busy the kids keeping me busy the husband keeping me busy but you know i found that i'm always invested in everybody else's um activities and everything else that they want to do um but who's invested in me you know mm -hmm. so um i need to invest in myself and then if part of my dream or part of uh what i want to do is invest time within my church within my community and really um plant myself there and grow there then that's something that i should take the time to do but mm -hmm. well, i have to share this like um you know, these two women have been part of my life for a, for a while now. And it's, it, but this year, it's like every year it gets better and it becomes more different. Like Betsy last year, 2020, she was right there with me. She walked it out even to this 2021. And, um, but we were in the same connect group at one time. Connect group was like a little home study, Bible study, or just a hangout really, uh, you know, once a week or every other week we would just hang out at the house. And then that meeting with Maida, like we were doing the same thing, like, but I have seen how um, both, both, all of us have um, really have been intentional and tr and really more than trying that we've been really developing. And then every Tuesday I pray with uh, Maida every Tuesday morning that has really brought us together. And I, there's a connection that when you know it's it's a very beautiful connection when you do have the same beliefs or some and even doesn't even matter if you go to the same church or not as long as you have the same morals characters or likes or something that unites unites you with somebody friendship is a life save it's a lifesaver and it's a totally triggers for hope 
I know I had a really, really bad day last night. And I was like, this close girls to cancel this morning. But I said, nope. <laughs> I said, I need this. I need triggers to hope. I mean, isn't that true? Sometimes we feel alone as wives, as women, as family members, as moms, um, or even men. I'm pretty sure they feel alone too. Like we feel alone, but friendships fill that bucket. Oh, yeah, like last night, I was also thinking about going to the mom's thing that they had some of the girls to go out to, you know, just hang out. And I was like, no. First of all, because, you know, uh, I work full time. And so that takes away a lot. Even though I'm working from home, it takes a lot of my full attention from my little girls, which mm -hmm. I have three little girls. And I see them. They're just pretty much hanging out. But that doesn't mean I'm taking care of them. Yeah, if it does, if it makes sense, and so yeah. for me, it's very important to invest my time, undivided attention to my little girls, and because I found more value in spending time with you and Myra, you know, like a walk and just just having that love tank filled. I was like, okay, that's better than you know sitting in a bar, you know, with loud music mm -hmm. and late at night when I can't, I don't get to tuck my babies into bed, you know. Yeah. And so I need to like also like balance that out. And like you said, you know, sometimes we feel like so alone in our roles as mothers, as friends, as whatever, you know, wives. And sometimes I'm, I'm thinking I'm I'm pretty much failing every role right now mm -hmm. as a wife, as a mom, as a sister, as anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, OK, time out. And that's the time that I'm like, oh, I get the random text from Denise, you know, like, hey, let's hang out. I'm like, God, you're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, let's do it. You know, bring that coffee, you know, yeah. like the the back to back donuts. I'm down. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it is so true. Like I, I am a better, I'm going to get emotional. I am a better wife and a better mom when I hang out with you guys. You guys really make me happy. And, uh. It's like our husbands can only feel their purpose. Our kids can only feel their purpose. But our friendships, like you, it's really, really a blessing. I, my mom, when I was younger, she goes, oh, you are so happy with your friends. But when you come home, you're a different person. And I used to be punished by that because then it would be compared. I would be compared to my Bible dad because he was the same way. But I was like, I was like, oh, my God, is it bad that I love my 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 friends more than my family? But hey, the Bible says <laughs> that, that is closer than a brother. <laughs> yes, a friend is closer than a brother. And um, and it's true in my own life. I mean, you're so blessed. You guys really close to your family. I ours is restoring. Ours is being restored. Come on. And um. <laughs> with my siblings and and uh however you guys really make me happy like i'm really happy and diana's like you're always more happy with your friends because i choose because <laughs> i don't have to like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't have to correct them i can be myself around you girls and that's what i hope that all of my listeners listen around that it is possible to find your people it is possible to be honest oh my yeah. gosh be honest and show the truth the be, real. be real the ugly yeah. truth not the instagram post like the ugly truth like the the ones that the things that may scare people and the and the people that are not scared those are the good people mm -hmm. if you don't if they're kind of like that was tmi 
well, maybe you got to go somewhere <laughs> else. Or, or like, give them time. Because you might be, because like you said, Betsy's like, she's like, she's like a bull. <laughs> <laughs> she goes forward. So at first I was like, whoa, oh, oh, okay. Okay, I could do this. And there was moments I wanted to run away, but I said, like, no, no, I like her, but I like her. <laughs> but she's, because that was a blessing. Got the enemy or the or your own differences can be kind of scary, but it's a blessing when you're around people who are not like you. So I'm taking the mic. Come on, guys, jump right in. I'm a bull. <laughs> you're 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 like vamanos. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's because I decided to make that change. You know, it's like if someone's going to like me, they're going to like me for who I am That's instead right. of playing the part, the people pleaser thing go. that I had going on. And I and I, I put on my big girl pants when someone told me, you're a people pleaser. I was like, oh, shoot, I am. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, oh, I got to be real. Because then when the real Betsy comes out, I am too much. You know, <laughs> Denise actually helped me be more conscious of like, don't talk too much. Listen too. I was like, oh my goodness, I can talk forever. I can talk all night. Actually, I can just stay here in the mic all day and tell you my whole life. And so I, I appreciate it when Denise would be like, okay, my turn. I'm like, okay, yes, please go ahead. You know, yeah. and so those are the things. I think we've grown in our relationship for that, I mean, because we have that freedom to just call each other out. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we're going to, oh, you hurt my feelings, you know. And now I'm going to go find a friend that actually, you know, uh, <laughs> caters to whatever I want to I want to do and whatever I want to hear. You know, it's like, no, that's not the kind of relationship that makes you grow. You know, like that's why it says iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You know, how are we sharpening ourselves? If we if we're not becoming better people for the relationship that, that we have, maybe you're in the wrong relationships, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Maida. OK. Well, for me, it's um, sometimes it's been very difficult. You know, I I do. I'm I am pretty outspoken, even though I don't like to always speak out loud mm-hmm. because I sometimes I'm saying they're going to think I'm crazy. They're going to think some of the things that I say are out there or um, they don't agree with what I I believe or what I think. Um, and, you know, even within my own family, sometimes uh, my husband and my husband is the only one that tries to say well don't say that or don't you know so I'm like okay I have to hold myself back but when I have my own my own friends apart from that it's it's go time you know it's time for me to be myself it's time for me not to hold back and not be afraid if I say something that I may offend a friend you know Mm -hmm. yeah I think sometimes the uh we're we're scared of that because of the of the consequence we imagine it's going to happen, and I I think um, we it doesn't mean um, you know to talk about my 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 thought was this that sometimes we look further up and we don't see what God has placed in front of us. So if it's that moment of sharing what you have to share, God was give you the grace to share it if it's the moment to reach out god will give you the grace to reach out um it's also like i for a very long time you know they we we are taught or we hear or we hear all these motivational speakers like you are who you're with and then you're like okay i gotta be around with like the most in my case the most 
uh, I don't know, the most influencer person. Organized. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm the organized person, or I need to be like with the, I want to have her personality, all right? I got to be with that person who's like, wait, wait, wait. God never called you to be, I mean, bless them, be friendly towards them, but what did God give you in front of you? And that's what I was like, oh, it's right here. We're always trying to reach, reach, reach but it's all the blessing has been right in front of you the whole time. When he, whenever you want a, a messy, fun time, come over. Yeah, <laughs> it is so true. Okay, a few Sundays like what, what, what was it? A, a preaching was or a teaching that we're saying about uh, when you invite your friends, what guess best, best guess? I don't know. Guess is best. Guess is best. And I was like, okay, I totally get that. I understand that. But like when you can be in someone's house, in no matter how it is, and you feel comfortable, you're home. I, I love that. I love that uh, you feel home. Or in my case, if we can be in a room by ourselves and we're quiet and we're okay in that quiet time, you're home. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. I think uh, that's the blessings of, of friendships, totally blessings of friendships that how you rekindle and how you uh, you just have triggers of hope. And really it is like when you are hopeless, you talk to a friend the right friend would direct you to hope. If you are like in the middle of a devastating part in your life, you talk to a friend and there's hope. Or you're just, you know what, I just have a really bad day. Can we just do something fun? And and that's what hope does. Hope hope totally comes in, into friendships. And so any last words that you guys have to share for, for the people who are listening when it comes to friendships and that triggers hope? For me, uh, friendship is very important. And the things that I look to when it comes to finding good friends and the things that I look for is, first of all, I look at myself. I'm like, am I being the friend that I want to receive, you mm -hmm. know? And what I'm learning to do is that I want to be that friend that you can just show up at my door whenever and I'm not going to be upset. Hey, you didn't call me, mm -hmm. you know? And yes, look, my house is a mess. Yeah, I got three little ones. No shame in my game. I'm <laughs> surviving every single day and That's it's all right. right. Uh -huh. You know, and so to be able to be more happy of seeing your face at the door than, oh my goodness, my house is a mess. What are you doing here? How dare you? You know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, I want people that I just want to be able to treat as family. Mm -hmm. You know, that it, I'm not going to be concerned. as like, oh, they're walking in my door and... Oh my gosh, they're gonna think I'm the, like the worst mom ever, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I like to just focus on friendships that are gonna accept me for who I am. That I am a loose cannon, you know. I'm very passionate of the things that I believe in, mm -hmm. but I also appreciate my friends to tell me, "Hey, I think you're going a little far in this," or maybe let's just change the subject and not be heard about it, you know. So I, what I look in friendships is. Tell me things how they are. Be honest to my face. And let's grow from this. Mm -hmm. And also treat me as family because mm -hmm. I'm inviting you all the way in. Mm -hmm. So I love those kind of friendships. And that's what I'm looking for. So, And I, I know we're getting there. I know like I'm like, come on, Denise, let's go. And you're like, oh, let me get back to you on <sighs> that one. I know that I'm the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the one that's constantly pulling you. Mm -hmm. but and, and also you're kind of like showing me 
hey, hold back a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. Let's take one step at a time. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, let's go to Julia right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the, our differences because it is there where you find that iron sharpens iron. You know, scripture that comes into place to, to make us better. As we are rubbing each other, you know, like, oh, it doesn't feel quite right. But you know what? At the end of the day, like, we're becoming better people for our relationship. That's right. That's right. Mayra, tienes... ¿Tienes algo que decir? <laughs> yes. For me, um, looking for a friend is, you know, I don't need many friends. I just need, you know, besides my sister, yeah. I just need a few good friends. Mm -hmm. And I want um, to always have a friend that I can say, that that is the girl or that is the woman that I would imagine that could be my sister, that she will be there and I could tell her anything, mm -hmm. you know, anything that I carry on my heart, any day, It can be messy. They can come into my house anytime they want, and I will welcome them. Mm -hmm. And they will welcome me in their house as well. And, of course, I would like for them to tell me the truth. Um, if I'm being too harsh or I'm overthinking something, tell me the truth. Mm -hmm. um, someone who's not afraid who, of offending me, and I'm not afraid of offending them. That's someone who I want in my life and who is Christ-centered who always has their heart in the right place. Um, oh, no. <laughs> no. No, that was beautifully said. I think that's true. I think sometimes when we are lonely and we think we're doing no by ourselves, that's when hopelessness comes in. Then when we invite the good friend, the right friend, to come into those spaces of loneliness, it fills it up with hope. It just fills it up. like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I think of... Friendships is it's something that's possible, even if you're a female, even if you're a male, we have to teach the next generations that there it is possible to be a nice female friend, especially we have girls, you know, um, and, uh, and, and our girls will be leading something or be part of something. And I want them to, to know that it, that it's not going to be lonely. It's going to be fun. You're going to have great people around you to do that. And, um, That that is the biggest thing about triggering hope is through friendships. Friendships triggers hope, and and um, I'm really thankful for you two ladies. I'm thankful for you saying yes to replenish hope spontaneously. This was a lot of fun, and to all of my listeners who are listening, just know that that you matter, that you are loved, and that friendships triggers hope. Throw yourself out there fails one time it's okay try again and pray about it and i promise you i promise you that you will have good friendships as i am as we are living it today so thank you for listening today and remember that hope is for everyone goodbye thank you for listening to replenish hope if you want to get daily doses of hope please subscribe and share the hope with others and remember Hope is for everyone.